the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour, sponsored by Bay Ridge Honda. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Hey, it's Arthur Idala. I'm going to be gone for a couple of days, but we have some great people filling in this week. Let's kick off Monday night with Joe Sibelia. Thank you, Counselor, and good evening, New York. What a pleasure it is to be guest hosting the Arthur Idala Power Hour once again. Joe Sibelia here, as Arthur just mentioned, along with an amazing team that helps put together the Arthur Idala Power Hour, Joan Pelzer, who is always a big help when I fill in. Unfortunately, she's not with me tonight in studio, but uh, is uh, with me in spirit, I'm sure. And also with me in the room tonight is the incomparable, the svelte, the handsome Matthew Sambolin. And I only say this because he's my <laughs> boss, so I don't want to get fired. you got to be nice to me, sir. I it's, do. It's I, in I, your I, contract. I, I do, sir. I do. You're absolutely right. And, and the equally svelte and equally huh. charming and handsome Alexander Garrett joins me. Ooh, the full name tonight. I like that one. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make you sound a little more dignified <laughs> than just plain old Alex, like Alexander. And uh, speaking of dignified, we have two very dignified guests joining us tonight. Councilman Ari Kagan, who is the uh, Republican candidate for City Council District 47, uh, which is going to, (laughs) with this election, comprise of uh, the area from Bay Ridge to Coney Island. And later in the show, we're going to be talking with uh, Judge George Grasso, former Kings County criminal court judge, running against Democrat Melinda Katz, for Queens County District Attorney, and we're going to hear about his campaign later this evening on the Arthur Idala Power Hour. What an active week it's been in New York, and I'm not just saying that because yesterday was the New York City Marathon, a very active day for the city uh, in more ways than one, but just everything that's been going on. This is the week that, believe it or not, I dread the most every year, Election Week, because I feel the utmost pressure on me as the producer of the Morning Drive show on this radio station, the Joe Piscopo show, the pressure to make sure that I'm on top of everything for Joe Piscopo and that I'm up on every minute detail in every election. Uh, it, it's it, it really weighs on you, and uh, the pressure certainly weighs on me tonight filling in for the estimable Arthur Idala. Uh, but not only do we have that going on in the city this week, today was a huge day in the uh, legal world because Donald Trump testified 
in his civil case, and it was certainly uh, not uh, an event to be missed. Unfortunately, there were no cameras in the courtroom, uh, but just to read what went on, uh, needless to say, it was uh, nothing short of an event for should have, There should be cameras in the courtroom for this. I th- see. This is some good stuff. If they had cameras in the courtroom for Donald Trump I- I- in this trial, Matt, at 6.07, by the way, on the AM 970, The Answer. And by the way, you can listen on the stream if you're uh, not in your car. I encourage you to do so. But, uh, yeah, Donald Trump would only benefit if they had the cameras in that room. When you think about it, the thing that has kept Donald Trump's name in the news for all these months uh, and really years at this point since he's been out of the Oval Office are all of these legal battles that he's had. And every day he's dominating the headlines since this civil trial began that Letitia James uh, got the ball rolling on. And the amazing thing about Donald Trump is no matter how you try and keep him down, he will not stay quiet. Judge Arthur Ingeron has levied gag orders against Donald Trump, against Donald Trump's legal team. He's violated the gag order twice and has been fined $15,000 for it. Yet still, Donald Trump continues to be defined in this trial. And today was no different than any other day for Donald Trump. He went off on his uh, long tangents about how, uh, you know, it, it was almost like an election rally. They, they were saying he was answering every question with a speech. And yes. what makes this trial a little bit more unique is that it's become a family affair as well. It was a lot of yes, it, and, and I'm going to get to that, but the, there was a lot of uh, speechifying at the trial. And uh, Judge Engeron, right from the get-go, tried to put a stop to it and said, you know, I don't want to hear your speeches. I don't want to hear this. And then eventually even the judge gave up on This is the judge, and he can't even control the witness on the witness stand. He can't even maintain order in his own courtroom when it comes to Donald Trump. Donald Trump truly is uh, his own person, and no one's going to control him, not even his legal team, because you see how Donald Trump cycles through different lawyers and what have you. Uh, but I digress. It apparently was in a, ver- a very eventful day. Uh, This was sort of the moment we've been waiting for. Uh, His two sons, uh, Eric and Donald Trump Jr., already testified uh, in the trial, uh, uh, I believe, last week. And uh, this week is really uh, we're seeing the trial head towards its end because it's going to culminate with Ivanka Trump taking the stand on Wednesday. Now, Ivanka, interestingly, is the only one of the the main Trump characters. How about we say that? If the, <laughs> if we're talking about the Trumps as if it was a reality show like the Kardashians, she's the primary Trump that is not uh, a defendant in this the, case. The, she's got the least amount of TV time. Uh, yes, exactly. And I'm sure she's very grateful not to have the TV time on this one. But uh, Ivanka is going to take the stand Wednesday, and then uh, we're going to see uh, this case head towards uh, its end on uh, Thursday. And Donald Trump has been... Uh, questioning why there was no jury. The judge has said uh, that they wouldn't have allowed a jury in this case. Uh, So I'm just interested to see where this goes. And really, what is this going to mean for Donald Trump and his legacy? Because Donald Trump obviously did not win the White House, depending on who you ask. He did not, but all these legal battles don't seem to be hurting him at the polls. No, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if he gets back in the White House. But I'm just saying, assuming that... 
he doesn't get the White House again, what will this do to everything that he's worked for in his life? Because this trial, the crux of it is, is he going to be able to continue to operate his businesses in New York? And Donald Trump built his empire in New York. Of course, he had his hotels and casinos in Atlantic City. But really, Donald Trump and New York are really embedded and wed to each other. At this point, Donald Trump is Mr. New York in in a strange way, although that seems to have changed in recent years with his political outlook. I'm not saying for the better. I'm not saying for the worse. I'm just saying, uh, you know, the the marriage doesn't seem to be as happy as it once was with Donald Trump in New York. If it ever was a terribly happy marriage, you're taking this from somebody who was not born and bred in New York. But based on everything you saw in popular culture, Donald Trump was kind of like Mr. Monopoly. He he was the mascot of New York City and New York City business. And uh, it'll just be interesting to see if he's able to hold on to uh, his empire. Now, another interesting battle that we're seeing uh, as we approach Election Day tomorrow in the city council is this race between our next guest, uh, Councilman Ari Kagan and uh, Justin Brannon. They uh, are both currently on the city council and uh, in uh, districts, uh, different districts, but now uh, those districts that have once bordered each other are going to uh, mesh together. So uh, Ari Kagan last year switched from become from being a Democrat to becoming a Republican, and uh, Justin Brannon remains a Democrat, and they've sort of been at loggerheads in this election trying to see who's going to remain on the city council. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out, especially with the events of the past couple of weeks, everything that's been going on uh, in Israel with the conflict with Hamas and uh, Bay Ridge, which is a part of uh, District 47, which uh, the two councilmen are vying for. Uh, a very uh, heavy uh, 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 let me let me try that again. A very heavy population of Palestinians. That's that is a tongue twister if there ever was one. Uh, but it's it's become a big issue in the last couple of weeks, and it'll be interesting to see how you know almost the way COVID impacted the uh, last presidential election, how this could impact this city council election uh, for this district. So we're going to find out coming up next with Councilman Ari Kagan. This is Joe Sibilia filling in for Arthur Idala. I have Matthew Sambolin with me at the board. Alex Goward is here. He's going to answer the phones. And uh, please call in 877-970-2999. Stay with us. We'll be right back after this commercial message on AM 970, The Answer. Don't go away. Are you looking for a meaningful way to preserve our nation's history? Consider purchasing a Blue Prince of Liberty brick. Each purchase helps to build Liberty Village. By sponsoring a brick, you become a part of the Blue Prince of Liberty Village, a unique destination that brings our founding history to life. This family-friendly location will provide an opportunity for youth and visitors to encounter history like never before. Visit unitedwepledge.org to order your Blue Prince of Liberty brick today. We are moving now. Electric bikes are everywhere. They are quiet and very fast. Teens ride them on the roads, in bike lanes, but also in places they should not be, like sidewalks and parks. When you ride, wear a helmet. Don't speed. Watch out for pedestrians and cars. New York State and your community have specific rules for electric bikes. Follow them. Go to trafficsafety.ny.gov for more info. A message brought to you by the Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. 
There's nothing worse than hearing about people living in pain. So I'd like to tell you about Keith from Washington and his Relief Factor story. After years of activity from college football to running a martial arts studio, at age 51, Keith's body felt like it was wearing out. So he gave Relief Factor a try. Keith says he now has, quote, little to no pain in my knees and highly reduced neck pain. Feeling so much better, he pursued a second degree black belt. I can testify to everything except the black belt part, how much it has helped me, Relief Factor. If you're living with aches and pain, see how Relief Factor, a daily drug-free supplement, could help you feel and live better every day. To get started, try the Relief Factor 3-week quick start kit. It's only $19.95. Comes with a feel better or your money back guarantee. Visit relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. That's 800, the number 4 relief is your husband or wife in a hospital or rehab center are people telling you that they are not eligible for medicaid the cost of a nursing home is five hundred dollars a day fifteen thousand dollars a month are you frightened about bankruptcy just to pay the medical and facility bills don't panic just call connors and sullivan attorneys at law these attorneys have been doing this for 40 years they've helped hundreds of people just like you with the same thing that you could be going through they'll tell you exactly what you're eligible for and they'll also help you devise a plan to avoid such dire news as bankruptcy call connors and sullivan for a free initial consultation with a lawyer that's 718 718- 238-6500 with offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. It's never too late. The time to act is now, so don't wait and call Connors and Sullivan today, 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. And trust me, folks, after you speak with them, you'll be glad that you did. Listen to AM970, The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. Come gather around, people, wherever you roam And admit that the waters around you have grown And accept it that soon you'll be drenched to the bone If your time to you is worth saving Then you better start swimming or you'll sink like a stone For the times they are changing Little Bob Dylan, Sambolino. Yes, sir. Times are changing. Indeed, they just might be uh, tomorrow on Election Day. Joe Sibilia sitting in for Arthur Idala on the Arthur Idala Power Hour this evening. And our next guest, uh, or really our first guest tonight, but he's also our next guest, is somebody that Matt Sambone and I had the pleasure of meeting a couple of weeks ago. Matt, who always claims not to be my friend, uh, <laughs> truly is my friend because he called me up and said, would you like to come to this Halloween street festival that they do in Bay Ridge? It seems like every other weekend there is some kind of a street festival in Bay Ridge it's for some reason or another. It's a oriented neighborhood in Brooklyn. It really, it really is. It's, it's a great place. You know, There have been recent news reports in that neighborhood that there have, there's been unrest and protests and what have you. Say what you will, but Bay Ridge has a lot of great people in the neighborhood myself included, okay. and and so Matt calls me and invites me to go, and we're walking in this street festival, and a gentleman comes up and gives me a great handshake and greets me and thanks me for being there, and who was that gentleman? None other than Councilman Ari Kagan, the Republican candidate for City Council District 47, uh, uh, running against Justin Brandon. Councilman, thank you for joining me today on the Arthur Idala Power Hour. How are you? 
Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you so much. It was great meeting you, Councilman. Uh, and uh, it's always it's always a little flattering when a politician comes up to you and uh, shakes your hand, and it really leaves an impression on you. And it certainly left an impression on me. So it's a pleasure to have you on the radio and uh, meet you a little more officially. Now, you and Justin Brandon represented adjoining districts as Democrats, but now uh, you're a party affiliation uh, is Republican. And uh, Justin Brandon remains a Democrat, and you're both competing to represent District 47. I- is it a little strange for you to be running against somebody who was uh, your colleague, and uh, now you're vying for the same district by happenstance because of the redistricting that's taking place this election? Thank you for this question. To begin with, um, I was against uh, putting like parts of Dacher Heights and, for example, Marlboro Houses in the same 47 district. I protested, I wrote letters, I testified, but the Redistricting Commission, which is 15 members, 12 Democrats and 3 Republicans, decided to save political future of Councilman Justin Brennan. And talking about colleagues, yes, I have Republican colleagues and Democratic colleagues, and I also have Socialist colleagues in the City Council, and I have uh, Common Sense Caucus, I'm a member of Common Sense Caucus. Uh, I have very different views from uh, uh, Councilman Justin Brennan on so many issues, especially Issues like public safety, taxation. He's very proud to be endorsed this year by Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders, for example. And I'm very proud to be endorsed by Congresswoman Nicole Malatakis and major police unions. So we have very different political philosophy. And I was always a moderate and he was always progressive slash socialist. Now, Councilman, how dramatically has the race changed for you in the past couple of weeks since the beginning of uh, the Israel-Hamas conflict? Bay Ridge, of course, has a very uh, large Palestinian population, and we've seen a lot of protests and a lot of unrest. Uh, How do you hope to bring the community together if you are elected to represent District 47? I believe that communities of South and Brooklyn in general have a lot in common. Everybody wants safe streets. Everybody wants clean streets. Everybody wants quality of life. Everybody wants low taxes, not uh, raising taxes all the time like my opponent does uh, constantly. Talking about uh, Middle East situation and uh, how does it affect uh, South and Brooklyn, I immediately condemn Hamas bloody terror attacks on Israel. And I also condemn um, some folks who came to Bay Ridge and brought anti-Semitic, anti-Israel, anti-American signs like throwing uh, Star of David to the garbage bin or holding signs like United States of Annihilation, etc., etc. I strongly condemn it. And whoever does it, I will condemn it in any neighborhood, in any place in, in Brooklyn, in New York, and in America. So if I'm saying that all decent people want a peace in the Middle East, uh, I'm not shy from saying I'm a big supporter of Israel, and, and I introduced a resolution that Israel has a right for self-defense. I know that when that large protest took place in Bay Ridge uh, a couple of weeks ago, you were uh, very uh, proactive in speaking out against the protest, and uh, it was uh, it was uh, just it, it, interesting that uh, you were uh, so quick to jump on that issue. So I certainly believe I, that I, you're committed to listen, that cause. Yes, I, listen, I have my own views, but I'm also a son of Holocaust survivors, and when someone uh, bringing to any uh, protest signed with Star of David being thrown to garbage bin, when someone uh, chanting Hamas uh, slogans from the river to the sea, when someone saying that, uh, using words like genocide, again, my grandmother with two children were killed in Minsk ghetto in 1942 because they were Jewish. 
So I will protest myself, I will condemn right away, I will not hesitate to speak out regardless of who does it, you know. Uh, again, I believe that decent people of all nationalities, religions, ethnicity, I have a lot of friends in every community in South and Brooklyn. Uh, but if if person supporting Hamas, if person bringing anti-American signs anywhere, I will condemn it right away, and I will not be, I will not hesitate. Unlike my opponent, of course. Uh, we're talking with Councilman Ari Kagan at six twenty-three here on the Arthur Idala Power Hour. This is your guest host, Joe Sibilia. Uh Councilman, how has New York's sanctuary city status proven problematic for South Brooklyn? Problematic is understatement. So I introduced a resolution also in New York City Council to suspend some of the aspects of our sanctuary city. For example, it's insane when person uh, who came to America illegally, who was a gang member uh, before he crossed Mexican uh, and American border, southern border, uh, committed uh, 12 crimes since June of this year. Six of them are violent crimes and still on the street. Not even, and ICE was not even informed. I always said that one rule in New York City, no rules. Anybody can do whatever they want. I'm totally chaos. I'm immigrant myself. I'm a Jewish refugee from Belarus myself. I came to America 30 years ago, but I came the right way. I went through extreme vetting process. I was interviewed numerous times, health checks, all my family. So, like, right now everything is different. No questions asked. And, like, it creates a problem for everybody besides financial problems for New York City, but it's also public safety issues, health issues, etc. I believe we need to know who is coming to America, who is coming to New York, what these people are doing. And I believe it's a normal, reasonable, common-sense question. And in terms of um, sanctuary city, again, if person committing crimes, especially violent crimes, why we are not informing immigration uh, and customs enforcement, ICE? Why we are hesitating? So that's why I introduced this resolution to suspend sanctuary status uh, uh, New York City, and it could be done if there is when there is a will, there is a way. Mayor and governor can do it if they want. How, how do you think immigration has changed uh, since you came to the United States in general? I believe the major changes in immigration started in the last uh, few years, especially since President Biden came to power. He decided that the only immigration policy in America should be open borders, no questions asked, and it's absolutely wrong. It's also wrong, not just for people who already live in America. What about people who are waiting for many, many years to come legally to America? How fair it to them? And by the way, migrant crisis right now is swallowing New York City. It's swallowing us financially, budget-wise. We're expecting now cuts to essential services. We expect raising taxes. My opponent loves to raise taxes. And uh, he is hiding the fact that uh, very soon will be cuts to essential services. It's already starting. And uh, taxes will be raised because you cannot, we cannot pay ourselves for this crisis and it's unstoppable. Still every day people come in by buses, by uh, uh, walking sometimes, sometimes by cars. Anyway, because they learned that in New York you can come, nobody will ask any questions. And, and it's wrong to come this way. I'm against chaos. I'm for legal, organized immigration. I'm for following rules. My, my, my parents always taught me that you have to follow rules, you have to work hard, and you will achieve everything. In America, sky is the limit. And I am a living proof of it. I came to America 30 years ago with no English, no money, only high hopes and dreams. And now I'm a New York City councilman. Speaking of uh, high hopes and uh, dreams, I did I hear, am I correct in saying that you have a background in radio, councilman? Absolutely. I'm... I, I, I worked for many years as a radio host and as a TV host 
at Russian language uh, radio station 6:20 a.m. Davidson Radio, and I was responsible for morning uh, New York City news. It was 10 minutes every morning in Russian language New York City news. I also uh, worked as a TV host since December of 2000, weekly TV show called Here in America. I always was very much pro-American. I had a Statue of Liberty on my on my desk at a TV studio. I love America, and I'm obsessed with the United States. So anybody, again, who is organizing anti-American protests and anti-American signs and uh, calling America all possible names, I will condemn this without any hesitation. Councilman, not only is it an honor to talk to somebody who represents our great city, it's also an honor to talk to uh, a fellow broadcaster like yourself. So thank you so much for being on the Arthur Idala Power Hour today, and uh, we wish you the best of luck in your uh, campaign and uh, tomorrow on Election Day. Thank you so much for this opportunity, and please vote tomorrow, November 7th, and I believe the communities of South Brooklyn will make the right choice. I believe in our communities and, and the wisdom of American people. Thank you so much. Uh, before you go, Councilman, what is your website uh, for uh, people who want to find out more about Ari, you and your campaign? NYC. Councilman, thank you again. Always a delight to chat with you. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Right, right there, Councilman Ari Kagan, Republican candidate for City Council District 47, which is Bay Ridge to Coney Island, which is where I live and where Matthew Sam Boland lives. Beautiful borough of Brooklyn. So can you believe that we're neighbors, Matt? Uh, well, sure. Well, we're yeah. neighbors in, in the <laughs> Hollywood sense that we're neighbors. You know, we're a stone's throw from each uh, other. Just on the other side of the Hollywood Hills, right? Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. But but I li- I'm like in the Malibu of South Brooklyn. You're in the, uh, you're like the, uh, what would you say? West Hollywood, sure. Bel Air. I, I know nothing about California's. Uh, and, well, that's why this is New York's number one radio show because we know nothing <laughs> about California. Live and local here in New York tonight on AM nine seventy. The answer is Joe Sibilia filling in for Arthur Idala, who is away. I don't know if we can say where he is. Did he mention? I, I probably would not. Okay. But I think he did mention it last week, but... Uh, suffice it, it to say, he's on quite the adventure, and he's I'm... He's definitely not in the United States. I'm certainly looking forward to hearing where he is, and how he's doing, and how he plans to survive his trip, because if you think the New York City Marathon sounds arduous, <laughs> this trip sounds very arduous. Uh, stay tuned, because coming up next, we have George Grasso, former Kings County Criminal Court Judge, running against Democrat Melinda Katz for Queens County... District Attorney Joe Sibilia on AM 970, The Answer. Don't go away. The recent collapses of some of America's largest banks could be devastating for small businesses needing financing. But Swish Funding is there with the funds you need for expansion, inventory, increased overhead, and slow cash flow. If you have at least $25,000 in monthly revenue and have been in business for at least a year, we're ready to help with funding from $5,000 to $5 million with no collateral or personal guarantee needed. Applying takes just minutes with funds in your bank account within 24 hours. Go to SwishFunding.com. That's S-W-I-S-H Funding.com. As a local business owner, you get called every week by marketing companies. We get it. We have hundreds of satisfied customers. Here's what a satisfied client recently said. Open enrollment is going great. We're hitting record numbers. Thank you so much for this report. It really is amazing to see how the marketing is really shaping our enrollment around the city. 
If you're a local business and ready for the next step, Google Salem Surround New York right now. Our experts are ready to help you take your marketing to the next level. Google Salem Surround New York today. This is Carol Platt, Liebau for townhall.com. Horrified Americans have watched anti-Semitism erupt on elite college campuses. At Harvard, more than 30 student groups blamed Israel for the Hamas attacks. Penn will host an internationally condemned anti-Semite during the High Holy Days. Course material at Princeton promotes blood libels against Jews. Cornell students were advised to avoid a Jewish center after threatening messages were posted online. It's been an open secret that China has funded Confucius Institutes at our universities. Less known is that Arab sources gave American universities some $4.3 billion between 1986 and 2021. That can buy a lot of influence. Cornell, Harvard, and NYU are among the biggest recipients of Arab funding, with Cornell having taken the most, a whopping $1.5 billion. Our universities have been targets of foreign-funded influence campaigns. It's time to stop their toxic gravy train. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna & Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. The tires screech, the impact is felt. Boom. You've just been in a car accident. It's a scary situation that none of us want to experience. But if you have been injured in a car accident, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. It's important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. So if you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bertuna and Hammond at 212-486-0011. That's 212-486-0011. Or visit us on the web at idalalaw.com. idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Cammons. Fighting for justice. Fighting for you. Hi, it's Arthur Idala, and it's back to school season, and many students finish college without a clear path towards a career. Do you know a graduate in this position? Well, tell them about Plaza College's accelerated program in court reporting, which allows them to speed their way into the legal field and make great money without going to law school. This is an in-demand, lucrative career with flexibility that more people need to know about. I speak to the district attorney's offices often, and they are in dire need of court reporters. Courts, schools, and television stations are all seeking these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions, classes, live shows, and sporting events. And the National Court Reporters Association has partnered with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. So sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. D U. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. And my time was running wild A million dead-end streets And every time I thought I got it made It seemed the taste was not so sweet So I turned myself to 
face me I've never caught a glimpse Of how the others must see the faker I'm much too fast to take that test My favorite David Bowie song Largely because other than the duet he did with Bing Crosby, it's just about the only David Bowie song I'm familiar with. I thought with. you didn't listen to any artists past 1965. Uh, generally, I avoid it just to stay on brand, as the kids today would say. But uh, David Bowie, I, 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 I like this song. I can appreciate it. And his duet with Bing Crosby is immortal. The uh, little drummer boy peace on earth thing they did on that Bing Crosby holiday special uh, many moons ago. Uh, but uh, we, we are talking right now on the Arthur Idala Power Hour. This is your guest host, Joe Sibilia. I should be so uh, proactive as to reintroduce myself, because if you're tuning in for the uh, bald and beautiful Arthur Idala, you're probably wondering who the heck this ginger is talking to you. Well, it's Joe Sibilia, Joe Piscopo's executive producer. And joining me next on the Arthur Idala Power Hour is a former Kings County criminal court judge running against Democrat Melinda Katz, for Queens County District Attorney, and his name is George Grasso. Judge Grasso, thank you for joining us again on the show. How are you? Great to be with you, Joe. How you doing tonight? I am doing well, thank you. It's an honor to be filling in for Arthur and an honor to have a chance to talk to an esteemed public figure like yourself. Now, uh, Judge Grasso, what motivated you to run against Melinda Katz for this position of Queens County DA in this election? Because what's happening in New York City in our criminal justice system is a slow-moving, or depending on your perspective, not-so-moving train wreck. And I have extensive, extensive experience in the criminal justice system. Yes, you did mention I was a uh, Brooklyn, uh, Kings County criminal court judge, but I was also NYPD for over 30 years, started as a foot cop in Queens, rose through every rank to become number two. First deputy police commissioner for eight years under Raymond Kelly. Worked closely with Commissioner Braddon to develop and produce the NYPD's first quality of life strategy. Became a judge in 2010. Brooklyn Criminal Court, Bronx Criminal Court, supervising judge for uh, over five years. And most recently, the administrative judge in Queen's Supreme Court criminal term. My term of office wasn't up until the end of 24. I left at the end of 22 because these bail laws and so-called criminal justice reform, including things like discovery reform, have undermined accountability in the criminal justice system. So what are we seeing? We're seeing smoke shops popping up on almost every, on almost every block. They're selling cannabis-based products to our children, to our middle, middle school children. They're getting these products. They're getting... They're getting vapes there. I've heard they're even putting them in gummy bears. Why are we living with that? Drug dealers are selling fentanyl in our streets all over Queens, all over New York City. Cocaine, pills, overdose deaths due to fentanyl are in the thousands. They just keep climbing. We had started to get a plateau up until a few years ago. Completely reversed. Back to Queens County. Prostitution. Street prostitution is back big time in Corona and Elmhurst on Roosevelt, Roosevelt Avenue. We've got an incumbent district attorney, Katz. She has an occasional press conference. She just had one today. Oh, look at the gun bust. Great. 
What are you doing about the bail laws? What are you doing about the street prostitution? What are you doing about the smoke shops selling cannabis products to our children? What are you doing about flushing the biggest precinct in Queens, the 109 precinct? Over the last two years, the major felony crimes are up close to 100%, including rape over a hundred, rape up about 100% in that time period. Robberies, felony assaults up about 100%. Grand loss in the auto up 100 and close to two, over 200% over two years. Those are trends. People are seeing it. People are feeling it. So I have a bird's eye view of what's going on from my position in, in Supreme Court in Queens. If I stay the judge, I couldn't even speak frankly about these issues and the fact that we need to bring back quality of life policing. We need to empower our police officers. Did I talk about the subways? It seems you can't go two weeks without seeing someone thrown in front of a subway car, usually from someone who's essentially homeless, mentally ill, drug addicted, living in the train station. If the district attorneys, the chief law enforcement officers of the county they serve, won't lay into these issues, discuss them publicly, and empower the NYPD, we're seeing a very, very dangerous cycle that in a few years may bring New York City into a place that we won't be able to pull back from as quickly as I know I could pull it back now if I got elected in Queens. Well, and Judge Grasso, in, I, I want to yeah. back up for one second, if we could, uh, to, to an issue yes. that you mentioned uh, multiple times uh, in the, the last minute or two, which is the smoke shops. Now, as I understand it, and I am sort of a layman because I am not somebody who has now or probably ever will partake in the consumption of marijuana or other drugs. But as I understand it, marijuana is decriminalized, at least to an extent in New York. Uh, what illegality are the smoke shops uh, participating in, if any illegality? Yeah. And what can well, you do to stop uh, these smoke shops? Okay, so that's, that's a great question. So here's the thing. The New York State Legislature... Uh, passed a law where marijuana can be dispensed in legally licensed dispensaries. It sounds good. We're going to have these dispensaries. The THC content is going to be regulated. It'll be relatively so-called safe pot if you can have that. But here's the thing. The process has been the rollout administratively has been a complete mess. So we've, we only have maybe two or three, if that, legal dispensaries. So these smoke shops that have popped up, they're selling cannabis products, all kinds of cannabis products, whether they're oils, whether they're vapes, things of that nature. It's like the Wild West. No one's regulating it. No one knows what the THC content. So you're like a middle school kid. You're in seventh grade, eighth grade. I've been going to um, community forums all over Queens that the incumbent DA blows off because she's the incumbent. She's running by fiat, by press conference. I have teachers, middle school teachers, telling me these kids are coming into class high. They, they see the problem. They're vaping these products. And nobody knows what to do about it. So what we would do with me as the district attorney, chief law enforcement officer of the county we serve, we get undercover police officers into these smoke shops. They, some of them look very young, like, like young, you know, middle, middle school, high school type, and we see what they buy. They buy these products illegally. We make a record. We make arrests. We then try and work with the police department and the nuisance abatement laws to shut those places down. 
and we use the bully pulpit of district attorney to call them out. We don't just accept the fact that they're on just every block, every other block. And by the way, this is hitting every community in Queens. But you know the community in Queens that's getting hit the hardest is the African-American community. I was at the Calvary Baptist Church. Reverend Hall, Victor T. Hall, invited me to his church. He's the pastor. Just this past Sunday, I raised this issue, and it's specifically the smoke shops, as I've just discussed them. There was such a, a, a spontaneous round of applause, you know, uh, an outcry from the congregation. This was passed and rammed through the legislative process as we're going to help the African-American community. The African-American community is, is being hurt by marijuana laws, disproportionate arrests and prosecutions. Now, I'm not saying that there isn't in some aspect of truth to that, but the way it was done, the way it was rushed through, the African-American community is getting hit hard. Their children are getting hit hard, harder than any other community. So we need district attorneys in New York City who have the courage. I'm running independent public safety lines. That's, and I ran initially as a Democrat, got close to 10,000 votes in the Democratic primary. But I'm, I'm new to politics, but not to criminal justice. So I knew I needed an independent line because all of the powerful forces of not only the Queens Republic, Democratic Party, but also the organized Republican Party, they all talk a, a big game. But behind the scenes, it's interesting, the decisions that are made. But I'm out there for the people. And I'm not owned by anyone. No one tells me what to say. So I'm calling these issues out. And I just told you how I'd enforce the law and start to roll things well, back in a way. Well, uh, Judge Grasso, Judge Grasso, I hate to cut you off, but I'm just all out of time right now. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Uh, you're very fired up. Good luck tomorrow on Election Day. And we're going to be right back after this. Uh, more we to come. A vote. We're fighting apathy. Get a vote out. And uh, uh, Judge Grasso, what is your website for voters who may uh, want to uh, find out more? GrassoforQueens.com. When people vote tomorrow, vote George A. Grasso, public safety line. You back me, I'll back you, and we'll turn this city around. Get out and vote tomorrow. Don't be apathetic. George Grasso, thank you so much. And uh, we're going to be right back on the Arthur Idol Power Hour. This is your guest host, Joe Sibilia. Don't go away. Lots more to come with Matt Simpson and Alex Garrett on AM970. This is Joe Piscopo. The following is a medical minute sponsored by my friends at InfuCare Rx, a leading specialty infusion pharmacy provider for patients with complex conditions. InfuCareRx.com, improving quality of life one patient at a time. Here is Dr. Michael Rosario from St. Anthony's Neurology Group in St. Petersburg, Florida. CIDP, which is the acronym for Chronic Inflammatory Demyelinating Polyradicular Neuropathy, is an autoimmune disease in which our own immune system creates antibodies that target and attacks the nerve's outer covering called myelin. Damage to this protective covering causes interruption in nerve signal leading to nerve dysfunction. When the nerves do not work well, we call that neuropathy. CIDP is one of many types of neuropathies. This Medical Minute is sponsored by InfuCareRx, and the information, comments, or views expressed by the guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views of InfuCareRx. Please consult your medical professional for any medical questions, opinions, or guidance. 
Hi, it's Arthur Idala. Get ready to save big all month long at Bay Ridge Honda's big Black Friday sale. This is big, big inventory, big benefits, and big savings with all new in-stock Honda models marked under MSRP. Browse hundreds of new 2024 Honda vehicles like the all-new Honda CRV, the Honda HRV, and the Honda Accord, ready for you to drive home today. And over 100 certified pre-owned vehicles backed by the Honda True program at their 2020. 22 President's Award-winning dealership. Visit your family-owned and operated Honda dealer for over 60 years, serving the five boroughs, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens, the Bronx. They all choose Bay Ridge Honda. Visit them at 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn, New York, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. That's BayRidgeHonda.com. BayRidgeHonda.com. These deals are available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. See dealer for details. This sale ends 11-30-2023. The Joe Piscopo Show. Mornings 6 to 10 on AM 970. The answer. Big John. Big John. Every morning at the mine, you could see him arrive. He stood six foot six and weighed 245. Kind of broad at the shoulder and narrow at the hip. And everybody knew you didn't give no lip to Big John. What a song. This is the great Jimmy Dean you're listening to right now. The sausage guy? Yes, the, I was going to say, most people today wouldn't think of uh, Jimmy Dean as a singer. They think of him as a sausage pitchman, but as a matter of fact, he was a very popular entertainer in his day. What's the significance of this song, Matt? So today in 1961, Jimmy Dean started a five-week run at number one on the U.S. singles chart with this song, Big Bad John, which was a number two on the U.K. chart. Jimmy went on to present a primetime variety show on U.S. television, which I'm sure you were probably a fan of, Mr. Sibelio. Yes, well, that uh, variety show that Jimmy Dino's did uh, was huge because, uh, if uh, anything, it uh, helped to introduce the world to Jim Henson and his Muppets through one of the most beloved Muppets, Rolf the Dog. Nice. He became a popular fixture on that show, and he and Rolf would engage in funny banter and do bits together. He was kind of a he was a little bit like Jimmy Dean's Ed McMahon okay. back in the day. This was before the Muppets became the phenomenon they were, because uh, really what made the Muppets explode was Sesame Street, which came along in 1969. But before that, Jim Henson and the Muppets were mostly known for television commercials. Uh, Prior to doing the commercials, they would do a late-night, five-minute television show that would air, I believe, between the local news and The Tonight Show with Steve Allen, if you could believe that. That's how long ago this was. This was in Washington, D.C. It was called Sam and Friends. And it was uh, Jim Henson and the woman who uh, would become his wife, uh, Jane Nebel. And they would uh, do lip sync to different records by people like Stan Freeberg and Louis Prima. And uh, from there, they started getting national television spots and they performed on a lot of the popular variety shows of the day. They would, I mean, they were an act. They were introduced as an act and they would appear on the Jack Parr program. They would appear on the Ed Sullivan show. They appeared with Steve Allen. And Jimmy Dean was a, a big uh, proponent and supporter of the Muppets uh, on his variety show. Now, going back to Jimmy Dean for a second. Yeah. I see. I know him as the sausage guy, right? Right. Now, 
the professional boxer or former professional boxer George Foreman, will he be known for his boxing career? Uh, or probably for his not. Lean green grilling machine. He's going to be remembered for the grills, I'm sure. <laughs> and it's straight. And the same thing goes for Fred Waring, who uh, Beth Connors, uh, who is the wife of uh, our station's beloved Mike Connors. She performed with Fred Waring. And if anything, people don't really remember who he is today. He was a big orchestra leader and uh, a musician. But what he's known for now is being the namesake of the Waring Blender, if you could believe that. <laughs> he was an investor in that company uh, many moons ago. So, Jimmy Dean, what an entertainer. Now, speaking of entertainers, I had the pleasure recently of going to see a play that Joan Pelzer, the producer of this program, was involved with. It was called Benger's Luggage, and it just closed at her theater, which I'm embarrassed to say I can't think of what the, the name AMT is. is it AMT? That's, that's yes. what I thought it was, the AMT Theater. And who went with me but two of my favorite people, my neighbors and uh, a couple who are really becoming two of my closest friends, Marianne and Lou Idala. Padre Lou. Padre Lou. Now, Chicky and Padre Lou, as I call them. It's interesting how just being associated with the show, I have gained two of the fastest friends and fans you could possibly imagine. No sooner have I gone to see this show with Arthur's wonderful parents that I get a call yesterday afternoon out of the blue from Chicky Idala inviting me to go see another show this week at the AMT Theater. It's a one-woman show, and I didn't even have it. She didn't ask me. Chicky called me and said, no ifs, ands, or buts, you're going, and we'll meet you at 1 o'clock for lunch <laughs> at this French restaurant. Chicky, whatever you say, I do. So it's uh, it, it's a delight that I have befriended the Idala family as time well, has gone Well, you're going to have to review the show, I believe, when you're back hosting again, I think, this Friday. I'm sure that we're going to have a, a multitude of great stories uh, from our adventures at the AMT Theater. Because when I went, uh, I guess it was last week, it was last week or the week before, I, I forget exactly. I think it must have been the week before, but when I went to go see Bettinger's Luggage, they invited me to go to lunch then. They were going to go around 1 o'clock, but I had the sales meeting that day among a few other work things and obligations I had to take care of. So I had to opt out of lunch. I show up at the theater, Matt, and who's shouting my name outside the theater? Chicky Idala. Yep. She's there waiting for me, and she said, we're going back to the same restaurant so you can try it for dinner. So literally, they went nice for lunch, them. and yes, and they took me back. And then, and this is the type of influence that Padre Lou has been on me, Matt. You know I am very much a teetotaler. I really don't partake in uh, the consumption of alcohol or booze or anything of that sort. Yeah, you're not throwing back any of Padre Lou's libation. Uh, no, no, I am not. I'm happy to read them, but I, I certainly, I'm more of a chocolate milk kind of a guy. But uh, we were at the restaurant, and I'm having my chicken par- uh, parmesan, which is, by the way, like about the size of an actual chicken. It was the largest piece of chicken parmesan I've ever oh, had. I'm going to have to dine at this place. So he recommends to me, he says, uh, have some of the wine. I really don't drink. Ah, just drink it. I, I saved it for you. They had half a bottle of wine for their lunch, <laughs> and I had to drink the wine. It was it was incredible. So I, I just want to say, Chicky and Padre Lou, thank you for your generosity to me always and your friendship. And the same goes to Lori, Arthur's sister, and her husband, 
and uh, her her uh, wonderful kids. Uh, they're, they're, it's a great family all around uh, with uh, Idala and uh, Bertuna and Cammons, for that matter. So, Alex, you look eager to jump in here. What's going on with sports? Well, we'll get to that in a second. I just want to say that the show on right now is Baggage at the Door with Dana Aber. Who I'd a lot of shows about luggage. Baggage at the yeah, Door. There must, be a, luggage. there must be a theme going on. It, it, really, it, it must be the year of the bag. I, I don't know. And she has invited us out as well. So it, I, I'm excited to see that. She's a great actress, great singer. So you'll have a great time at that. What's going on with sports? Well, today the Giants got the worst news they could possibly get. After re-signing Danny Dimes to this millions-of-dollar contract, Danny Dimes is out for the season. Danny Jones out with a torn ACL. Matt, you're a sports guy. I mean, this giant team has struggled all year long, and Dime, Danny Dimes did not play really at all this season. Tyrod Taylor had to come in, but here we go. He's out for the entire year. And now their third-string quarterback is now the, the prime. Tommy DeVito, yes. I mean, it's <laughs> New Jersey it's native, which I think is pretty cool, but... Uh, I don't think he's he's up to the task at all. They I, I don't know what any of this means, but yeah. I'm just going to take your word. Tommy DeVito wasn't he one of the Four Seasons? <laughs> I think he <laughs> I think was. He right. was, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. from Belleville, yeah. my my old neighborhood of Belleville. Uh, now, let me ask you a question, Matt Sambolin. Are you going to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade this year? Uh, if I go under the same experience that I had last year where my NYPD brother was able to get me a very good view, possibly. Okay, so this has become an issue within my family. I have been dying to go see this parade for eons. I've wanted to go. We never went for some reason. You haven't seen it? I've never. I've I've been to the balloons the night before with my friend. Well, I shouldn't say my friend, my nemesis, Bradley. Uh, And uh, he took me one year to see the balloons, which was cool. But it still isn't the full experience of the actual parade. And I was saying to my mother, you know, maybe I'll go with Matt Sambolin this year if I go. And now, I'm 27 years old. You'd think I'd be able to say no to my parents. You, you can never say no to your parents, even at the age of 27. My mother wants me home for Thanksgiving, and I, I, I can't blame her. You know, she's my mother. She wants to be with me and spend time with me. Uh, especially considering I'll be getting surgery the next week. So, you know, <laughs> get all the time in in case the uh, I, I'm not coming out of the anesthesia so quickly. But uh, all I'll say is uh, maybe you can try and talk to mom and see if she <laughs> okay. can be persuaded. I'll, I'll see what I can do. It is a great parade. Is it? It's yeah, starting mean, a half as, hour earlier this aside year. Aside from yes. the balloons, it is nice to see the celebrities involved. And they... See, now Cher is going to be in the parade this okay. year. That's That's great. You should, you should she's a headliner, actually, this yeah. year, I believe. So should be interesting. But a half hour earlier, you guys got to get up early, like 8 a.m., get there early this <laughs> year. So. And I've worked with you on the Joe Piscopo show, and I know what a joy you are and at look, 4 in the morning. My, my, my four-year-old Nora loves to see the balloon, so I definitely will have to go again. Yeah, well, b- perhaps you can make some room for me. I'll see what I can do. Yeah. Or at least host me at Thanksgiving dinner <laughs> if I can't go. What, what do you uh, do? You cook on Thanksgiving? I, I don't cook. I eat, and that's that's really what's more important. Uh, big surprise there. All right, I want to <laughs> say thank you to Matt Sambol and, and to Alex Garrett and Arthur Idal, Joan Pelzer, my wonderful boss Jerry Crowley, Joe Sibilia here on the Arthur Idal Power Hour. Talk to you Friday and have a great evening. Stay tuned for Kevin McCullough coming up next. No, Kevin McCullough. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons PC. Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour sponsored by Bay Ridge Honda.
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.